Welcome to the Outdoors is My Therapy podcast, your resource that informs, inspires and empowers you to uplevel your health and happiness by connecting you with the outdoors. I'm your host, Catherine Walton, founder of the Outdoors is My Therapy movement. I'm also a family-focused outdoors adventurer, a business owner and a mental health social worker. In this podcast, I share knowledge, strategies, tips and tricks to help you get outside into nature, strengthen your health and grow your sense of happiness and well-being. This is episode six of the Outdoors Is My Therapy podcast. Today's episode is part two of our two-part series on techniques to bring about calm when you feel overwhelmed with fear and anxiety. In our last episode, we had a chat about the nature and the purpose of fear, which is to get us prepared to deal with possible danger, to keep us safe. And we looked at some of the common signs of fear and anxiety, and then we went through a list of action-based strategies that can help to bring about a sense of calm. Now, just a reminder that this podcast, this episode in particular, is not a substitute for counselling or therapy. And if you are feeling distressed, please see your doctor or your hospital or contact one of the helplines that's available in your region or your country. Today, we're going to look at a range of mind-based techniques that can help you bring about a sense of calm. Now, a lot of people find it easier to start with the action-based strategies, like those we talked about in the last episode. So if you haven't listened to that yet, episode five, I'd suggest checking it out and selecting one or two of the actions that we mentioned there that you'd like to implement over the next week or two. Maybe you could spend your lunchtime out in nature or outdoors or commit to some daily exercise or to starting a meditation practice. And maybe you could take that outdoors too. Today, we're focusing on mind-based strategies, which can be a little more challenging because we're dealing with the invisible part of our lives, our thoughts, our imagination, mindset, attitude, emotions, And they all have an effect on our actions. Now, our minds are very powerful tools that come ready built into our bodies. So when we work on our minds, that can be a really effective way of managing difficult emotions like fear and anxiety. So we're not going to wait any longer. We're going to jump straight in and go through a list of things that you can do with your mind that will help to bring about a sense of calm. Now, you can combine most of these strategies with being outside in nature, and you'll get the added benefits from that. The first one I'd like to talk about is having a regular meditation or mindfulness practice. Now, we did refer to this in our last episode where we looked at action-based strategies. However, meditation and mindfulness, yes, it does use your body, but it also uses your mind. And meditation and mindfulness practices help you get to know how your mind works. You get to listen to your internal chatter. You get to observe your patterns, your reactions. And then as you get to know how your mind works, you actually become empowered to choose something different. 
The second technique I'd like to talk about is setting an intention or an attitude for the day. And you can do this before you even get out of bed in the morning. For example, you could set an intention to just breathe whenever you notice anxiety rising. Or you could set an intention that involves your whole body, such as today I will spend 30 minutes outside. Self-talk is another really important mind-based strategy. So self-talk is basically how you talk to yourself. Do you talk to yourself in a, in a rough, abrupt manner? Or do you talk to yourself in the way that you would talk to a friend, in a calm, kind and rational manner? And I can assure you that when you talk to yourself in a calm, kind and rational manager, manner, manner, you're going to be much better placed to deal with fear and anxiety. The next strategy is what I call a reminder to yourself. So this is where you remind yourself when you notice what's happening in your body and in your mind, you notice that you are reacting in a fear-based way, you remind yourself of what the purpose and the nature of fear is, that it's there to keep you safe. Now, most wildlife that we see around us has a very similar process for keeping themselves safe. Most animals are wired to search for danger, but we need to remind ourselves that that's only part of the picture and our brain is filtering out the rest of the picture so that it can focus simply on the fear part. The next technique I'd like to talk to you about is um, it's a little bit like a snow dome. You know those glass domes that maybe have a setting inside them and a liquid and some glitter or, or snow, um, pretend snow. And when you shake it up, the glitter whirls and swirls. And as you set it down on the table, you can watch the glitter slowly swirling and settling, slowly swirling and settling and settling more until it's all at a rest on the bottom of the dome. You can imagine your thoughts are like those pieces of glitter in the snow dome, swirling and swirling, and you can allow them to settle. Another technique is where you imagine what a wise mentor might say to you, what a wise mentor might advise you to do in a particular situation. So this could be a mentor who you really do have in your life. It could be someone that you don't know, but whose advice you have valued. You know, perhaps you've read their book or, or you've seen um, a, a video or a documentary from this person. But it could also be someone fictional. It could be a character from a book, um, a fiction book. It could be someone that is completely made up in your mind, but they have some wisdom to give you and to share with you about how you might deal with a situation. 
Another technique is to give your worries a name. Now I've used this technique a lot with people that I've worked with one-on-one -on -one as well as in small groups. When you give your worries a name, you can then imagine a safe place that you can store those worries. Now this could be in the back of a cupboard on, on a shelf right at the back where you can't see them anymore. Um, but it could be in a tree hollow. It, it could be anywhere really. The next technique is around identifying where that worry or where that anxiety is located in your body. So we can very often link our, our worry or an anxiety with how we feel in our bodies, a sensation that we have in our bodies. So if you can locate where that anxiety, where that fear is located and then visualise that you're shrinking that fear or anxiety, shrink it down so it's lovely and small, give it lots of space around it that it needs and then pop it in its place. Now that could be, could be in a corner of your belly or you could imagine popping it behind your ear or in your little fingernail or anywhere. But you shrink it down, you give it plenty of space, but you keep it in its place at the same time. Now we have a couple of other techniques here which involve visualising. Visualising wrapping up your worries as a gift and handing them back to someone who has more control over the situation. Now, very often we carry worries around with us that just aren't ours. You know, we, we don't have influence or control over them. There's really not a lot we can do, yet we tend to carry those around with us. So you can visualise wrapping that up, tying a bow on it and handing that gift back to the person who it belongs to or you can gift it back to the universe. And another visualisation is one that I think is really beautiful and it's one that I've been using for many years and it's not my idea. I'd like to credit the author Maureen Garth for this technique, um, which I've read in her book Earthlight, New Meditations for Children. And in this visualisation... You picture yourself walking into a beautiful garden, but you leave your worries on the ancient worry tree at the gate before you go in. Now, fear does send us into the past and it sends us into the future and it brings up lots of actions and we do all react differently and that's okay. But some of my best action and mind-based tips are really about how to stay connected with what's happening in your body so that you know how to read your body, you know what's happening and you know when and how to respond to what's going on. These um, action and mind-based strategies also help you to stay connected with nature like I've suggested before, many of these you can take outdoors or you, you can take and connect in some way with nature. 
I want to emphasise that it's really important to be as active as you can through movement and exercise, and it's really important to stay connected to other people that you trust too. And if you would like to have any additional help in managing fear and anxiety, remember you can chat with your doctor who may be able to refer you for counselling or to a local program or an online resource that helps you to explore some of these strategies further. So in the last episode, we looked at the action-based techniques for calming. And in today's episode, we've covered a number of mind-based techniques. And you can remind yourself of these techniques at any time by going to the blog that goes with this podcast and the link is in the notes. But it's over to you now. Which of these mind-based techniques would you like to try out today that will bring about a greater sense of calm in your life? So that's it from the Outdoors Is My Therapy podcast for this episode. If you found any of the information handy, please go ahead and rate the podcast, share it with your friends and visit me over on my website and on social media. The links are in the show notes.